Good grab. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. Josh McGrath for the win. He got it. If you don't like college football, and you watch this one, I'm not sure what your problem is. Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, May 17th, May 18th. What's today? The 18th. It is episode 460. Holy crap, we're getting old. What's crazier that we're 30 or that it is episode 460? Um, hmm. Is it even episode four? Do we even know if that is facts? <laughs> we could be over it for all we know, actually. Uh, we started pretty late. We started around like 225, started numbering them and just took a guess based on calendar dates. So we could be over. It's possible we could be over. It's possible our parents could be lying about our birthday, too. We could be older than that's what pissed me off about this last weekend was a lot of people called us 30 and I'm 28. I'm not 30. <laughs> yeah, we got asked if we were 30, like, or called 30, like, four times. People our age were saying it. I don't understand. Yeah. If you can't tell, my voice is still a little <clears throat> a little uh, gone from this past weekend. Our, our boy, uh, you guys know him as Small Hands Dylan. Uh, he went off and got married, eloped, whole big thing. It was so much fun. Um, still physically recovering from it. My sore from dancing for hours. Well, our version of dancing, we just kind of jump up and down. Yeah. Um, for dancing for hours. So well, for two days we did that. I did teach someone to waltz, so that was fun. Um, oh, so I did get you? I get to get a waltz in. Um, did you teach a big waltz? deal? Uh, Mandy's that. No, I'm just kidding. He knew how to waltz. Me and him agreed to waltz, and I think when I took my shirt off, he uh, he he didn't want to waltz with me anymore. No. Oh. Scared him away. You know what are you gonna do? Yeah. So it was a fun weekend though. I hope everybody had a good weekend. I wish we could have been here on Sunday to talk about, and we're going to talk about it a little bit. I mean, a series win over Kentucky. You celebrate the Sunday wasn't the best, but we, we celebrate a series win over Kentucky every day of the week. Oh yeah. You have to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we should be recording right now. Are we live? <laughs> I don't, I don't Did know. You get a notification. No, I didn't, but it just said, okay. yeah. All right. I think we're good. We're good. Okay. Recording. It scared me though. It says live. You must be in the live. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. You, Whatever you must works. Be in the live. So we're recording now. You guys are getting a behind the scenes look. I'm keeping this in. I think it should be kept in. You can veto me if you'd like, but uh, Landon is traveling for work, but we miss Sunday. We can't miss Thursday. We hate missing one day for you guys. We're not going to miss two. It's not going to happen. Yeah. No, I had to do it. Yeah. Sunday was, uh, we kind of used, um, or I used the, the Mother's Day's excuse, but it was definitely because of just 48 <laughs> hours straight of just more than that. 
Well, yeah, maybe I guess right at it. Yeah, just nonstop partying. No, more than that, right? Because that would have been 9 a.m. on Saturday would have been 48 hours. Or no, that would have been 24. 9 a.m. on Sunday would have been 48. Yeah, okay. You're right. I can't count. Yeah, rough weekend, but a great weekend. Um, Great weekend for Tennessee. And, um, like, this has been a – like, what we're talking about today, like, it's been a good weekend to be of all. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get into some recruiting. We're going to talk softball sweep of the SEC, clean sweep. Um, I mean, it can't can't really get any better. And then, I mean, I'm interested to get really everyone's thoughts. So join the chat. Me and Landon will be in it. Uh, you guys got to look behind the scenes. Now you know. Um, but I, I guess it depends on Landon's travel schedule. Um, but I'll be in the chat. So I do want to hear everyone's thoughts when we get to it. Talking about the, what are they calling it? The, uh, the Neyland um, Entertainment district there you go i like that i don't know if that's what it's called but i like it um dude i kind of like the the tabletop i think that is a great name i guess yeah because it's going to be a tabletop it kind of makes sense too yeah it is a good name i hope they can find a way to build a building high enough (laughs) that there's a bar outside neon stadium that would be awesome i think chicago well i think the hotel is going to have a rooftop bar okay um, so I don't know how high that actually – 12 stories, I think. But I don't know in okay. terms of like being next to the stadium how high that's going to be. But, yeah, that's um, that's supposed to have a rooftop. So. Sweet. Well, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk the tabletop, an entertainment district, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Workshop and names right now, Danny. We got you. I'll call you tomorrow. We'll talk about this once we get some, some stuff in the chat. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, have your people talk to my people. Mm-hmm. Um, before we do that, though, I am going to tell you guys about our good friends at Underdog. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autographed helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly supports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Stop by the University Commons Shopping Center next to Publix and Domino's to check them out. Open six days a week with live YouTube shows three nights per week. They're doing card breaks, guys. Remember to always bet on the end. All right. It's almost off season officially. Once baseball's over, we call it off season. So a couple more weeks after Omaha, we're doing a card break. It's happening. That's good off content. Yeah, we're doing it. Um, Landon's going to be there with me. Yeah, I'm not going to let him touch the cards. He gets to look over my shoulder. Uh, I'm <laughs> first dibs, but we're going to do it. I'm excited. Uh, love our guys at underdog. They're the best, man. Yeah. Yeah. Go check them out. Um, Let's get into it. So, uh, is Danny White the man? I think is the first question. Are, are we giving Danny White all the credit, or is this, um, or is this just Tennessee winning? Which I guess has to give Danny White some credit. Yeah, I guess he has to be in the in the credit somehow. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess Danny Danny White's got to get some of it. I don't know if he's the mastermind behind it. He may, you know, I don't I don't know if he's pulling all the strings or if, if someone else kind of came up with this idea. I think it's interesting. I don't. I mean, whoever came up with it, I would have never thought you're trying to like add stuff. I would have said, yeah, they'll maybe they'll they'll do something. If you told me they were doing this, I'd be like, yeah, maybe like in South Knoxville, build a walking <laughs> bridge and and that'll be how it comes about. Whoever thought, let's just build it on top of G10. Honestly, bold strategy, and I, I kind of like it. Yeah, if if he can't go out, go up. Exactly, and, and honestly, for um, you know, we tailgate, so like game day for us is not going to look. A whole lot different, but for like those noon games that we don't like to tailgate um, for, you know, the Thursday night game because it's going to happen no matter how much I fight it. I, Danny, don't take those. He those are the only phone calls he won't take from me are the noon games. Um, so yeah, I mean, or Thursday night games, excuse me. Dollar signs. So, 
Yeah. So, I mean, for those, I think it's a great idea when you only have, you know, two or three hours, you run to a bar down there and, and chill out and then literally walk right up the ramp into the game. I, I mean, I think it's a, I'm interested to see how it all comes about, but I think, I think it's, it's a cool, cool idea. It, it kind of seems, it kind of seems like one of our ideas and that concerns me. I'm shocked we yeah, had to come up with this. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely something a fan would come up with, but, uh, yeah, they're not taking away G10, which I think a lot of people were nervous about that. They're kind of just building on top of it. You physically can't. Like you, there's not enough parking in the world. Right. Um, but also, like, they're like, it's going to be super crowded. Guys, I don't know if you've ever parked in G10, but if you get out of there in two hours, that's a win. Yeah, and um, it doesn't change the amount of parking G10 has. And maybe they're talking about the actual entertainment area being super crowded, but Dude, Circle Park for Alabama, Circle Park for Florida, it's nut to butt, dude. You can't go yeah. anywhere. So what's the difference? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think it's cool. Like, I, I think of it as a like a mini Wrigleyville or um, outside of the Brave Stadium, they have something like that. I think they want to do something like that with the new Smoky Stadium that they're building mm-hmm. downtown. Um, just have some shops and some restaurants and some bars. I just think, like, with the Strip, with all that kind of going away – I think it's it's kind of needed to have, you know, a space. And it's like right next to the stadium, which is going to make that experience even even better. Yeah, I'm curious what kind of shops go in there if they if they do shops. I mean, Vol Shops, easy go. That's no problem. Underdog? You know that, maybe. I mean, that'd be <laughs> fantastic. I mean, we might have to change our tailgating location. Sorry, Underdog. Yeah. We're moving on in. Yeah, um, yeah no, yes. I, I – I think it's a great idea, though. I am a little concerned that it does sound like a more important issues idea. And most of our ideas, we're called ideas people because they, they can't always be done. <laughs> so, not I, so yeah, maybe maybe this one is, is one that can be. Danny White's the guy to do it. I, I don't know. It, it sounds, but it, it does sound absurd to me. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I just think like at the the waterfront, like there just doesn't seem like there's enough space for anything. I mean, I, I guess they, if you're going on top, maybe there is, but like that's it. That's only only way to go, but up. Like, but I feel like you got to go further than G10. Like you're gonna have to build. Are you gonna build more garage and then keep I, going down, yeah. or do you stay with just that G10 section? I mean, it definitely may build out there to the road, um, but I don't know if you can really add garage. I don't know if that's like worth it. There are tr- railroad tracks there too, though. You got to keep in mind. Um, yeah. I don't. Who, I, I don't know. Railroad. <laughs> really? uh, I mean, seventeen hundred derailments a year, dude. It's insane. <laughs> and they're trying to get us to to travel like that. No, thank you. Infrastructure Who first. Is? Everyone. It's been a thing for years and years and years since we stopped traveling by ro- railroad. They've tried to, and honestly, it looks cool. They have them, they have like the Amtrak out west as like a tourist attraction. You take it through the Rockies, looks super cool. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to like St. Louis anytime on an Amtrak. Not happening. I don't trust, yeah, I don't really trust planes. If we're just being honest, I kind of just get so inebriated, I forget where I'm at and go. (laughs) Like, that's that's the that's how you do it. Yeah, didn't you didn't you rack up the last time we were on a plane? You racked up like a hundred dollar bill on the plane. <laughs> I mean, that's possible, but I, I did buy some for uh, I okay. did buy some for Jesse. So, and I think um, it was like it was like a two hour flight. It wasn't even that long. <laughs> it was four hours. The last plane I was okay. on was four hours. So it was okay. that flight. Um, but no, I mean, I, I yeah, but I mean, those drinks are expensive too. I'm not. This isn't Cool Beans we're talking about. I mean, shout yeah, out we, to Cool Beans. Shout out. We're there. Um, 
We were in the mix, Friday? man. Felt good. Friday night. We we're in the mix. Felt yeah, good we again. There, <laughs> Felt like the oldest person there. I was going to start ID. We, we weren't 30, so it, it doesn't it, like it's fine. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, honestly, if I was 30, I would have gone Friday night too. So <laughs> it is what it is, man. Hey, the bride and groom wanted to go. I, I wasn't going to argue. I, I, I went to Latin night for the bride and groom. One thing I will never do again. Um, really? For a I lot of reasons. I had a, I had a good time. It was just talking, dude. I was I was getting touched every direction. Uh, I did feel like the floor was going to cave in. I know Raven mentioned that. Yeah, um, it was just wasn't slightly. And, and I mean, I just I, I was having a good time chilling on the rooftop, talking, and so it was just like a it was a it was a like a huge vibe change. Yeah, it's not we something that I, I'm I'm going to seek out doing. But if I find <laughs> myself there again, I won't That's be fair. upset. Um, that's hundred percent fair. <laughs> Cause I, I did like, I was excited to at least experience one time and I did that. Oh, so, so, so I've done, I've been to, I've been to a couple. So oh, that's not, that's how long has dude. that been a thing? I, I no clue. I, I've never been to one of Bernadette's. Um, I've been to two mm. in Johnson city. Oh, they have them in Johnson city. Like a, yeah, dude. Wonder, wonderland. Yeah. Wonderland. Okay. I, I can't believe you haven't gone with us. I, I thought you had. Okay. All maybe right, well, maybe next time I'm in JC, let's do it. Maybe, maybe next time we'll we'll do that for sure. Maybe they'll have them in the new entertainment center. I, mean, I don't know. They that might. is a concern of mine, though. Like, what do you? What is? What draws people there? So I mean, obviously, and maybe maybe there's enough events throughout the year at Thompson Bowling Arena, for example, that keep that area full. But it's not somewhere that'll necessarily be easy easily accessible in the off season. So I am yeah. curious what that looks like for. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, so is all this stuff going to essentially be university owned where they only care about the game days? I I just, that's one, one of my concerns for that. I guess like my argument to that would be kind of the same as Calhoun's. Like, it's not the easiest place to get to, but it's still like full. Like, are you, if you're going to have restaurants and bars, I, I think people will show up, but if, yeah, maybe shops, I don't think people just go there just for shops, right. but if it's a new restaurant, I mean, it's like anything, anything that's new in Knoxville. It's, I mean, <laughs> Yeehaw is nuts to butt every single weekend day. So, yeah, no, I, that Calhoun's a good point. Calhoun's does have an established name is the only thing I could even think to kind of rebuttal that, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's for some reason, and I'm not like, I'm not trying to trash Calhoun's, but it's compared to, it's not one of Knoxville's best restaurants. Um, but every time people come into town, people tell them to go to Calhoun's and I don't know if it's cause it's on the water. I, I don't, I don't get it. Is it just because um, like it, it's it's something there's something on the menu for everybody maybe? May, and, like, and that that could be it. And there's nothing bad there. I'm not like I'm not trashing mm-hmm. it. It's just like it's not that's not where I'm going to send people personally. Yeah, but cheap that's, beer, that, decent food on the water. Yeah, maybe that's maybe. I am disappointed they got rid of their their actual patio. I mean, they just covered it, and I'm just what well, I get it. Rain days. What about the sunny days, man? We want the sun. Sun, sun, dog. I just don't want to see a lot of bars and restaurants like shuffling through there. Um, like that, that wouldn't be that would I wouldn't love that. Um, yeah, you know, I just think with you, the, the strip kind of going away, I think this, yeah, makes sense. And it's the reason why I think the old city's gotten a little bit, I mean, it's always been packed, but it's gotten a little bit more, um, right? There's, there's not E-Hall, a lot like, of bars, yeah, like those, those students, like don't have really a a lot of places to go anymore. So they're making their way to central Avenue or the old city. And I'm sure they'll make their way down there as well, since it's closer to campus. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I'm just interested to see what, 
off season, not just from school off season from football looks like, which I mean, another argument to be had could be, well, they'll make, they'll make their due during football season. And I'm absolutely sure they'll yeah. come pretty freaking close. Um, Cause it won't just be a Saturday thing. People will be there Friday nights. Uh, I mean, Thursday nights may even be somewhat of a thing for, for big games. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, there's definitely a place for it. I'm just interested to see how all the kind of finer details get ironed out. I don't know. Can, can I mean, I'm like excited. Uni- like another university commons? Like, I mean, there's restaurants in that. Could it be the same as that, maybe? Uh, probably. Um, but, I mean, you know, Fieldhouse is really the only one that stays slammed. So Yeah, I know that Mexican restaurant on the end, it does, it does okay. I mean, it's good I'm enough bad. that it's been there for a while. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just, uh, listen, I'm just trying to be your uh, devil's advocate here, Danny. Just uh, get, get on the phone with me. We'll talk, we'll talk through it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm an idea. I'm an ideas guy. I'll float something out there that suits you. I promise. Now the hotel, I, I, holy crap, that hotel, it'll be one of those you have to book. So I, I, I mean, they released some games like 10 years in advance for some reason, some reservations you'll have to book like 10 years in advance. I promise it'll be insane. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I might like think about like, like I'm sure there there'll be a waiting list. I might just like see if I can get a hold of that list and just let people know, hey, like I'll mark like twenty dollars off if you stay like at my house. <laughs> that price. Same distance, roughly. Yeah. Bru- oh yeah. Like you can get out a lot faster if you if you know I'll just drop you off. Maybe you can you don't even have to worry about tailgating over there. You can tailgate with us. Somebody did message me and they're like, Oh, it's gonna be a great uh this is gonna be awesome. What did they say? Only problem that I see is having too good of an effing time every Saturday. <laughs> good point. I was man. like, that's it. That's the only concern. I was like, yeah, during basketball season, I'm going to love it. But during football season, I'll be at the more important issues tailgate having the best time ever. So <laughs> that's a, I mean, that's another good point for like basketball games, especially kind of going back into those noon games, Thursday night games, whatever close games that you can't really get tailgating going. Great for basketball. Baseball, I mean, it's not that far from baseball. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, it's, it's essentially, past Thompson Bowling Arena. I mean, that's baseball stadium. a lot of times when I'm getting there a little later, like on the Tuesday nights, I usually park at G10 because it's easier to get out of than the rest yeah. of the parking. There you go. You've already, um, you're already ready. So yeah, I'm, I'm there. Um, but yeah, I definitely think basketball, like basketball is a weird sport where it doesn't take the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe right. we just need to get better at that. Um, yeah. Making, taking up the whole day. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but I definitely think like something like that can have such an effect on, um, just the experience because not everybody goes yeah. to basketball games, but they, they, everybody likes to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. so I remember watching that, that Duke game at Southside garage. I mean, I definitely would try to make my way closer to the stadium if it was available. Yeah, for sure. And I think they'll, assuming the space is there, I mean, you know, the bars and stuff will have it on. But I got to think they try to move that watch party when, whenever that thing's done. They move those watch parties for like Alabama down to that area. And it, cause like you, you kind of mentioned Wrigleyville, uh, St. Louis has got something like it. I don't know what they call it. Obviously, Atlanta's the battery, I believe is what it's called. That's right. Um, they've, they've got stuff like that. So yeah, I'm sure that watch party will, will move that direction. Um, kind of similar to baseball where it's literally right outside the stadium. Um, now, if I'm a person, I would be begging them to find a way to sync up, which even the baseball, it wasn't exactly synced up. But um, it was very, very close. I like you could you would literally hear the you would hear the the hit the the ding 
if you will, because um, they're not wooden bats. And I'll argue it's it's not as crisp. Um, but you could you would hear the ding, and then you would see the hit, and you'd be able to tell if it's a home run immediately uh, before the guy even hit on the screen, you, just from the sound of it. Mm-hmm. Which there were a lot of them in that LSU Super Regional. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember, but yeah. there were a lot that were just like gone. And like a lot of people kind of looking around, like he hadn't even hit the ball. Yet. I was like, do you not hear that? Because yeah. that's in someone's car. That's in someone's front seat. It's like, damn, that sounded good. <laughs> damn, that did sound good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, I mean, the Alabama video was, was awesome. I mean, the people that were smart enough to look at the fireworks, knowing that it was delayed, credit to them. Yeah, pro move. They've been in that stadium too many times. And, and I, dude, I was telling someone, I was like, I, I knew the moment it left his foot. And I know we all are going to say, Caleb was a knuckleball. There's no way you could have known. I think it's just year. Like I can tell in my seat from just about any field goal because I have that. I have a really good angle. Like I said, I mean, right behind the ball, I can tell the moment it leaves their foot if it's good or not. With I'm, I'm usually, I probably, I'm probably shooting like ninety percent. Um, and the Alabama one came off his foot, no good. The the fifty yard field goal and whatever it ended up being, uh, BYU it was no good. I stand by that. I stand by that rule. Uh, it's it's not even clarified in the NCAA rulebook, but it wasn't good. I knew it off his foot. And the moment it came off McGrath's foot, I mean, I didn't even hesitate. I, I wish I was down on the field because I probably would have been able to catch the ball. I would have been going so fast if I was on the front row. <laughs> I loved in that moment that I was – I literally, like, was on the opposite side. And so I'm literally, like, going off like, – kind of like the, the watch parties. I was going off the crowd reaction. You went <laughs> – well, then the crowd knew it too because you went before the fireworks, which was impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as soon as they were cheering, oh yeah, I was out of there. I really have that moment in my head. I mean, I mean, I'm doing it right now. So I'm smiling from ear to ear. I mean, that was. Some days I don't believe it's real. I'm living in a dream. It's a good dream, though. At least it's not. It's no longer a nightmare. I could have. You know what I was thinking about the other day? What if that happened in 2020 and we <laughs> there just was like, like 10,000 people? Yeah, there was like no one there. <laughs> Do they still storm? Do they have the the? They have the power to still make it onto the field. Do we storm? Do we drive from South Knoxville to storm? We, we would have got eliminated from college football probably if we would have stormed <laughs> during COVID. I mean, Fauci would have freaking died immediately. Fauci would have been down there, dude. Big, He's a big sports guy. I don't know if you saw him throughout the first pitch. Big sports guy. Gosh. He would have loved it. He would have made one exception to his rule, I'm sure. <laughs> But yeah, entertainment, man. I, I enter, listen, entertainment. I'm, an, I'm, I'm, I'm here to be entertained. Do you have another name? I'd like to kind of throw around some names. I, dude, I just I guess, love the tabletop the would tabletop be awesome. And you just yeah. capitalize both T's? Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I just... <laughs> the power to them? I don't know if anybody's calling it that, but I that's what I like. <laughs> I think I've seen it. Because people, well, maybe not called it that, but they've said like it's going to be a tabletop, you know, yes. over G10. It's not well, going to be... That, that's what Danny White said, so uh, I just... I tweeted, build that tabletop. I mean, they put a Walmart on a parking garage. They can put a couple of bars on G10. It'll yeah. be okay. We'll all, sur- we'll all survive. An underdog. And an underdog. Yeah. Um, no, I don't have any good names off the top of my head. I'll try to think of some in the show. And if I got them, I'll just yell them out. Hopefully, it'll be clear what I'm saying. So can that we you know have exactly a target out about. there? Um, like, a, like a target, maybe... Like a Joe Milton's target, just in, just in case. Oh, just in case. I was about to say. I mean, he might hit it, so let's not <laughs> yeah. do that. Let's, we're ditching that idea real fast. Um, 
man, I'm trying to think of something that would be like funny. Uh, maybe the crane, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like from Coach Carter. Uh, yeah, Ty Crane. Um, I saw a funny tweet about Ja Morant. Something like Coach Carter is the only one that can fix him now. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody locked the gyms. Yeah, I. Uh, you put me on the spot, man. I, I mean, I, I'll probably, I'll try to think of at least one during the show. That's my goal for the rest of the show. Have one just yeah. pop into my head. That's it. It's the only thing I'm thinking about. Except recruiting, because um, we're going to talk about recruiting. The, man. Does anything happen, like, in G10? Like, something? I mean, yeah, a lot happens in G10. Well, I'm, I'm trying to, like, think of, like, actual, like, like people Tennessee like- news. Peeing, peeing in the stairwell. I don't know who would do that, but it's happened several times. <laughs> we had somebody fall down the hill almost. So was that Amanda? I yeah, feel like it was. It was. Okay, I it thought so, but was. I was like, now I'm questioning. Because one time I got a call, I was in the game already. I got a call and they're like, some girl's peeing at your tailgate. I was like, what? And I was pissed. I was like, who in their right mind? And it ended up being a Georgia fan. Um, just like bent over the hill, skirt hiked up, dress hiked up, whatever. And just peeing back towards G10. <laughs> yeah so that happened yeah lots yeah. happened at g10 i hit a dude that is this is where i can talk myself into being able to hit a home run at some point you know in batting practice i mean i hit a car on the top of g10 with a can doing uh what you call it dizzy bat dizzy bat i hit i hit a car on top with a with an empty can i mean that's that's power that, that's nothing nothing but power yeah that was a good sound. It had a good sound to it. Had a great sound to it. <laughs> with a with a hollowed out bat. I mean, like, what are we doing? I mean, yeah, you, you Tim Corbin would have lost his mind if he saw mm-hmm. me do that. Oh, he would have checked it for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no doubt. <laughs> um, speaking of Drew Gilbert, did you see where uh, number one he got promoted uh, to Double A? But uh, yep. tonight he's uh, batting behind Jose Altuve, who's doing a rehab. Um. And what's crazy is like I'm literally going to the Oklahoma City Dodgers mm-hmm. tomorrow. And so they're playing the Space Cowboys, which if they're at home, I guess Jose Altuve would be playing for them, but they're not, so he's playing in the double A affiliate. Oh, he's so if the so is are the the, the hooks, is that right? Yeah. Corpus Christi hooks. Are they mm-hmm. pl- so they're playing in Oklahoma City tomorrow? They are not, no. Okay, um, that's what I was – they were – are they in Oklahoma City last night? Is that right? I feel like no, I saw that, and that's why I thought maybe you were – So, Corpus Christi is double-A. Um, oh, oh, this Oklahoma is City Dodgers AAA is triple-A, so the Space oh, okay, Cowboys okay. is the triple-A affiliate for the Astros. Gotcha. So, Altuve would be playing for them if they are at home, but I guess he's staying closer to Houston, so he's playing for Corpus Christi. Gotcha. Yeah, I did see something about him not traveling, really. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. that makes sense. So he's batting behind him tonight, which is pretty, pretty cool. And I think Gilbert's yep. having a good night. He threw somebody out at third. Um, somebody trying to tag up. So where's um, he playing? He was playing right. Okay, I was like, good lord. I mean, that's not insane from center field, but still. Yeah, yeah, he was playing right. Still incredible. Okay, yeah, good for him. And I mean, you mentioned it. He looked. I think you said he. Looks huge in that picture. I mean, it kind of makes sense, Jose Altuve, but Drew Gilbert's not a big dude. No, he's not. 
Like him and Jordan Beck, him and Jordan Beck standing next to each other kind of looked like uh he's got a wagon Mar- on him though. Yeah, yeah, he does. Kind of like <laughs> Marvin Harry, uh Jordan Beck and and Drew Gilbert when yeah. they jogged out to out to the outfield together. Uh oh, man, I wish I'd thought of that earlier. Wet bandits would have been real good for them. <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> Print the shirts, it's never too late. Um Man, I'm still trying to think of a name for that. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna kill call. you. We're gonna have to. We'll, we're gonna have to do it in the chat tomorrow night, or we're, yeah. that's all we're gonna think about for the next hour. Yeah. Um. So I'll, I'll try to bring one to the chat. I'm gonna I'm gonna get Landon's mind off of that. Um. Because we do have to talk some football recruiting, which I mean, Josh Heupel is literally going to the ends of the earth now to recruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Emmanuel Emmanuel Okoye, uh committed to Tennessee, reclassified to the 2023 class. Um, a four-star edge. I guess he can play tight end too. Um, guy that's not a, not played a lot of football, and uh, was at the NFL Academy in London, England. And I think he's only played three games in the NFL Academy, which oh, is wow. wild. Um, but his athleticism is off the charts. I think I read something today where his broad jump and his high jump would be combined. Records for defensive ends. Dang, yeah, I mean, yeah. sign me up. And, <laughs> and listen, the last professional academy Tennessee got from, uh, if you don't remember Santiago Vescovi, that worked out really well. So count me in for this right now. Uh, check back with me in a couple of years. My mood may change. I hope it won't, but so far so good for me. Well, and like you have to stack people at that edge rushing position, I, and you know you need help at tight end too. So whichever one he sticks at. Uh, I think is is big for Tennessee. Like you never want to have a down year with defensive ends. How old is he? Because I was going to go into the he looks like a grown ass man comment, but he I guess he could be. Um, <laughs> he might have but, the I am twelve. <laughs> yeah, I mean he looks like a grown man. Like he, you could not convince me he was two hundred thirty pounds. First off, I mean it's just he he is massive, but he's not massive. If that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's a big dude coming off the edge. I, I'm he's a forty five and a half inch vertical. I'm interested to see what his 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 quickness looks like. So we talk about how Tennessee's kind of missed that that bend guy. Um, that, that wasn't really you know Byron Young wasn't. It wasn't like he was just so much better at that than than other skill sets. Um, if you're talking about a guy with that kind of reach and has any kind of quickness, I mean that's that's massive for your entire defensive line, not just that position. Yeah, he is a 7-2 wingspan. <laughs> what is that? That doesn't make sense. That's stupid. So Seven could, inches longer than his than his height? That's ridiculous. I, I think he could maybe just come off the ball and, and reach the quarterback. Yeah, talk about hands and face, man. I mean, yeah, just, you got to be careful grabbing the face mask, but, you know. I, I like I the idea of trying to throw a slant over that guy. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, he's got to have just mitts on, his, on him. Yeah, so I think this is a, a good kind of development for uh, for him. I mean, obviously not played a ton of football, but um, something Josh Heupel and the staff has done is been able to develop players um, and get them in spots that, that make them successful. So, I, heck, we'll take it. And, I mean, and this this may come back to bite me in the butt for for Emmanuel Okoye. Okoye. That's going to be a good name set over the loudspeaker. Um, RIP, Bob. 
<laughs> well, he didn't say it over the loudspeaker. This isn't a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, we we both played high school football. We've seen a lot of people play high school football. It's kind of just a different game in general. Anyways, like no one's really played us. No one's played SEC football. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of my argument for people that would put that as like a downer would be. Well, I'm like, how do you it's play a three games and you're rated as a four star? How does that happen? Well, <laughs> I, to be to be fair, you just talked about his broad jump and uh, yeah, what was it? And I kind of, I mean, I started like salivating a little bit. Yeah, so, wingspan. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure two four seven and rivals did the same thing. It's like so he fits in pads. <laughs> yeah, four yeah, star. Right. <laughs> I mean, he he might look like the, one of the Bennett brothers, but he fits in them. That's the yeah. point. No, I don't. I, I'm with, I mean, I'm with you because guys like this haven't necessarily worked out for Tennessee totally, but also he's going to have a huge learning curve no matter what. So, yeah, and and like again, you're you're stacking edge rushers. Like I mean, Georgia does the same thing, Alabama does the same thing, and he's coming uh, in this year, right? Yeah, so he'll, he's, he'll he'll be on campus in June or correct. July one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's huge a, for this roster. That's huge for yeah. this roster. Yeah, he took an official visit um, for the orange and white game, so he was here for that. Got to see kind of a semi game day atmosphere. So you know, if, if he's been playing in London, I mean that's that's kind of like Ted Lasso reverse, and it's it's worked well for Richmond so far. Yeah, I was I was trying to do the Okoye and, and Jamie Tart, but it just didn't. Jamie Tart song, but it just doesn't go together. Man, we haven't heard that song in a while. Is that is that Jamie Tart's? Is that his character arc? He doesn't want that song being sung because it's, yeah, it's a I hate Baby Shark, but that's a great song. Jamie Tart, do 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 do. <laughs> Man, also, I love like, those guys at the pub. That makes me want to be a pub guy for Tennessee games. Like, why am I even going to the games? Just go to the pub. <laughs> go to the pub. Maybe we can do that with the the tabletop. I'm just calling it. I mean, I'm going to the home games, but yeah, the away games, we can, we're always, let's, let's forever be pub guys. No more watch parties. None of this bull crap. We're we're pub guys. Pub guys. I like that. And it's got to have pub in the name. We're not showing up unless it's got pub in the name. If you're a pub in the Knoxville area, link up with us. We'll be there every away game. There you go. And sometimes on Tuesdays. What's what's a good pub name? I feel like it's got to be short. Well, you have preservation pub. Not really a watch, watch, you know, not a, not much of a sport. I'm talking player. like one that's on the tabletop. What, what, oh, what's, what's that pub gonna be? Oh man, <laughs> why are you trying to get me to name names right now? Like off the top of my head. Um, a, I feel like it's got to be a little Irish. I mean, anybody we know that's Irish that's affiliated with Tennessee. I feel like Johnny Majors. There has to be a bar named after him. It's like Majors Pub, Johnny's Pub, something like that. He's got to have a pub that serves all the whiskey in the world. I like that. JG's pub. Nothing named after Peyton Manning. I'm sorry. I love Peyton, but we've got enough. JG's pub. Hard pass. <laughs> Hard pass. Mark him off the, the list there. They serve they yeah. serve turnovers. <laughs> yeah. Apple turnovers. <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of into that now. Yeah, yeah. do it. <laughs> I, I was thinking doing a tribute to the yacht club RRP and, and make it Fort Sanders Yacht Club? Yeah. I heard it's still there. Someone told me it was still there. Is it not? I don't think so. No. I've been lied to so many times, or mis- misled so many times, I should say. Yeah, I don't think it's there. I think they've built another bar like next to it, but yeah, I don't think. They do have They do have another bar next to it. I do remember seeing that on the news. It's owned by the uh, same people who do South Knox Garage. 
Oh, nice. We didn't make it there on Friday. To the Four Sanders Yacht Club? Yeah. I wish. We also didn't make I it to did. Gus's. Forgot about him. I drove right past it and said, I'm going to Gus's tonight. God <laughs> dang it. I wasn't driving. I was in the car. Yeah. Um, man, that's really, that's really sad, dude. Cause like someone got me really excited. Yeah. Also some, some more kind of stuff on him. So pick Tennessee over Texas tech USC. Um, his lead recruiter was Alex Ablin, which that's a huge win for a guy who hasn't been a, a position coach for, for very long. Yeah, no, for sure. And then I think we had the first visit, so he he had two more visits after ours and then, you know, still felt like Tennessee was his place. So, you know, I know that last visit is always the the big one, um, but Tennessee was able to hold off Texas Tech and USC to – dude, who wouldn't – I mean, he definitely watched that Alabama game. It was like, oh, yeah, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, that's – I mean, that's got to be a – it's gonna be a crazy. I mean, I don't know what those games look like for the the academy, but nothing like SEC football, anyways. And then that, yeah, that's. Yeah, I'd like to know a little bit more about the NFL Academy, like what it consists of, what they're trying to do. How did they even find this kid? I mean, that's a great question as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Four Sanders Yacht Club's closed. Dang it! And their Instagram bio says we've got the sacks. I mean, that is my place. We got the sacks. Um, I was going to say, oh, yeah, um, Tennessee. So in the 2023 class, Tennessee has three of the top 30 edge rushers. So um, Caleb Herring, Shadavian Bradley, and then Emmanuel Okoye. So I think the only other teams that did that was Georgia, Alabama, and I think Oregon. Wow, Oregon, you kind of threw me off of the Oregon one. Georgia, Alabama, Oregon. That's Yeah, it's a little different, but <laughs> shout out Dan Herring, right? Dan Herring. Sounds right. Not Harry. Uh, Dan. Who's Dan Herring? <laughs> Lanning. Dan Lanning, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. That's right. Dan Herring is that like, a baseball. Dan, Dan Herring's a is that a baseball guy? I don't know. Let's Google it. According to Google, he is a general manager of cell therapy service, Thermo Fisher or something. Good for him. Good looking guy, if it's this guy. He's only got a LinkedIn. Everybody go check out Dan Herring's LinkedIn. Maybe leave like a... He has a, a podcast. Nice. The Heat Treat Doctor. Oh, we got to listen. Everyone go listen to Dan's podcast. <laughs> Everyone go give Dan a listen. Five-star review. Let Dan him know the more important issue sent you. Uh, he'll know who we are. He's killing it. Um, let's get into some, uh, oh, so some more kind of recruiting news. Jaden Riddell, uh, number one tight end in the country, put Tennessee in his top five. Another Missouri, state of Missouri guy. We've talked about state of Missouri yeah, recently on this, in this pod. Just, just stealing it, taking it. We'll show you Missouri. Josh Heupel, I guess him being in Missouri was, was great. <laughs> oh, is this a pipeline connection you get in the old NCAA games and recruiting? Yeah. Like he's coached yeah. there before. That, that pipeline carries. That's a pipeline. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. Hundred percent. Right. <laughs> Good for this year. They've got a lot of top guys. Not a lot more than I would think Missouri would have top Correct. guys in this class. Yeah. Um. Also, did you see this thing? It's uh, the ten biggest arms in college football, which I 
don't know what that actually means, but cool. Is that, is that a big boomer thing? No, it's two four seven. Oh, okay. Hey, times are slow. <laughs> it is a, it is a, it is off season, guys. Yeah, uh, I, I, we just talked about a entertainment district for thirty minutes. Times are slow. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tennessee has two players on this top ten list. Oh, interesting. So I mean, I, I can guess the two. Well, I feel like they're throwing shade to my man Gaston Moore. Did we not see him in the spring game or something? <laughs> yeah. Good lord! He's got the arm of an angel. Gaston. I can't think of the words in Gaston, but it's got to mention him being strong in there. Ooh, Dixieland Delight. That's what we freaking name it. Not against that either. That's what we name it. Um, yeah, biggest arms in college football. Joe Milton, number one. Drake May, number two. Caleb Williams, number three. Michael Pinks Jr., number four. Number five is Quinn Ewers. Six is Garrett Nussmeyer. Can you start over? I just was thinking about Dixieland Delight. Go again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Well, yeah. Just spaced. Yeah. And we wouldn't get, I, we can get pulled off YouTube at this point. I mean, just yeah. do it. Uh, Joe Milton, Drake May, Caleb Williams, Michael Penix Jr., Quinn Ewers, Garrett Nussmeyer, which is weird because Garrett Nussmeyer is at LSU. Is that right? I thought he left LSU. Is that, is not, is that a different Nussmeyer? Is he at Maybe. AM? Who's the guy that left LSU? Maybe. No, he is at LSU. I thought, did he not leave last year? Did I make that up? Is that another white quarterback with a similar name to Garrett Nussmeyer? <laughs> it had to be what? another quarterback. I thought Texas A&M has a quarterback that's similar to that. But wasn't there a – how old is Garrett They have Connor Weigman. That's very white. You're not wrong. Very white name as well. I don't know where he's from. He's from Texas, so maybe. This dude left before the Garrett Nussmeyer. Wait, no. Yeah, didn't Garrett, someone left the LSU program with a, like a lot of NIL deals, and a lot of people were talking about what happens to that. And I don't know. I'm so confused back? now. There's no way there was another guy named Nussmeyer similar before the season. I guess he came back, but that's wild. Oh, yeah, we'll be staying. So he was going to transfer in the state. But he did – wasn't that like either before the season or really early in the season when he announced that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's I'm back. So- he's number six. So LSU Transfer portal even- is ruining college football. I'll say it right now. He's not even starting at LSU. Um just funny that your starter's not on there, but your backup is. Um, Drew Alar, Spencer Radler, Nico Ialmaliava, and then Malik Murphy. Okay. I love it. Huge. I mean, it, again, it amounts to absolutely nothing, but it makes you feel good. Yeah. I mean,. It's a good off-season poll to win if, if there's going to be off-season like, polls. I mean, if you had anybody but Joe Milton, I would question. That's what I thought. I thought this was going to be like Joe Milton at number three or something. So I thought I was going to be angry after this, but I'm good now. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Um, and I think G-Man Vols um, did a list and put in number two, Joe Milton's left arm. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I uh, 
I've got to imagine Joe Milton could probably flick a football farther than, I don't know, 60% of college football quarterbacks could throw it. Yeah. I mean, the balls he flicked to Squirrel White went 60 yards. Yeah. I, I couldn't mean, it just looks If he, he's ever thrown off his front foot. Stupid. It's so dumb. Also, speaking of dumb, have you seen all of the hype Will Levis is getting from the uh, Titans minicamp? I know he looks good. They've got to talk him up. They've got to. I mean, that's coming out from the PR team right there, dude. Please don't fall for that. You've seen this. I'm drafting him Sunday in our rookie draft. Just in case. I I have nothing to lose. I won the league last year. Um, I just gave up our first pick for Aaron Jones. We're our 110 pick. Um, So 220, I'm going going Will Levis. Sorry, Dylan. I, I am. I've got okay. Patrick. I've got Patrick Mahomes and Justin Fields. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it works, I've got lever. I've got trade leverage. Who else am oh, I? Oh, you draft have quarterbacks forever. Yeah. Who am I going to draft at twenty anyways? Why not just make it fun? I like that. I'm not going to do it, but I should just for <laughs> just for giggles. <laughs> um, also, did you see where? Um, so the number one recruit, uh, Dylan. However you say. His last name. Yeah. Uh, committed to Georgia. Well, do you see Dan Orlovsky's uh, tweet? Uh, no, I didn't. He, like, tweeted. He was, like, best quarterback since Matthew Stafford. Um, big day in Athens or, so, or something like that. And then he tried to edit, edit it and say um, – go dogs or something like it was completely twitter's not working for him okay here it is hearing big things happening in athens at georgia football most talented player at the position since stafford and then edited it and said hearing big things happening in athens at georgia football so kind of ruined the kids recruitment but he took away the compliment kind of he took away the hot take then he he edited it and took away the compliment, but everybody can see the edited post. And oh, you can that. see the edited post? You can see it says that yeah, about Stafford? Yeah, yeah, you can click on it at the bottom and see what he originally said. Listen, we've had this argument about Peyton. Who's the better Georgia quarterback, Stetson Bennett or Matt Stafford? It's got to be Stetson Bennett. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he won two national I mean, it's, Yeah, there's no freaking <laughs> – like, What are we doing? Debate. Which is hilarious because Matt Stafford's I've said I said he was a Hall of Famer before he won the Super Bowl, and then I thought that was just a guarantee for him. But I'm sorry, if you win games on the Detroit Lions, especially with the way that organization was being ran then, you're a Hall of Famer. Yeah. See Calvin Johnson. <laughs> but but Dan Orlovsky was my stupidity. It's like, dude, like just delete it if yeah, you're not trying for to real. most talented but like you're tweeting it knowing that people are gonna see that. I don't know if Dan Orlowski's the brightest in the bunch anyways, though. That's so. true. I mean, he did play quarterback, so he might have some head issues. Very, yeah. For Maybe sure. not as much as Antonio Brown, but he might have a little, little something there. <laughs> Anything um, else for football recruiting? That's all I got. All right. Well, let's uh... – Let's move into a little little baseball. Oh, Tennessee did get uh, three crystal balls for uh, Peyton Lewis. Um, I saw that. Our running back out of uh, Virginia. So, 
you know, you land Peyton Lewis, you've done really well at the running back position in Virginia with Cam Seldon and, and Peyton Lewis. Yeah. Um, before we go away from recruiting, I do want to mention something that I know it can't play a part in recruiting, but it's vital. It's vital getting guys, keeping guys on campus. I want to mention the volunteer club. Guys, make sure you check them out. Tweeting the link right now um, where you can go follow. You can sign up for as low as $5, $5 a month. Um, best one to do, in my opinion, is $25 a month. That gets you into all the tailgates, gets you food and beer at the tailgates, all that stuff. Um, discounts on, on content or not content discounts on uh, merch is the word I'm looking for. Some awesome merch. Um, but you also get some behind the scenes content with, with players, uh, meet and greets, all that good stuff comes with the volunteer club. So as low as $5, like I said, $25 is the way to go. And if you can give more, give more because, NIL, no matter how you feel about it, is here to stay, and it's going to take NIL to to support athletes um, the way they need to be supported in the SEC. And uh, so it's vital. It's vital to Tennessee's success. And if you want to be a part of that, we should all want to be a part of that. Make sure you're joining the Volunteer Club. Also big news going on NIL. Make sure you sign up for Volunteer Club. That link now. Yeah, let's keep winning. Um, more NIL news. NCAA, college football players will officially be in the new NCAA EA sports game. Or they'll have the option, correct? Yes. Yeah, like that it'll be available. It's possible for them to be in it. They could go Bill Belichick on us, um, but it'll be available. Yeah, it's going to be huge. How cool and is like revamped? The, the few people – huh? Oh, yeah, How cool is revamped? Cool. It's yeah. really cool. It's so cool. It makes me want to buy it. When you can buy it. We can play it anytime you want, man. Bring it over there and And it comes with the PS3? Uh, I don't, It may. It comes with 360 for sure. Like you can get the 360. It may also be a PS3 option, but – did you ask about like how do they do like updates and stuff? I don't. I have no idea. Okay. No clue. Might have to do it over the computer. Jonathan knows how. Not Jonathan knows all that information. I do not. Okay. This is yeah, his revamped. It's not mine. Yeah. Let's call him. <laughs> get him on the show and let's figure this out. How late is it? <laughs> eight forty-eight. See if he's live. Not eight forty-eight. You Central Tom mother. Oh yeah, I forget. I'm 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 different. They always they always argue with me about being on the pod, so we're gonna do it right now. There you go. I Which I literally tell them, I mean, they could come over anytime they want. They I think this is the second time Johnny's made an. an he appearance. he has he called me one time while we were discussing something, and I answered mm. it and asked him. I don't remember the question. My mom was not happy. I answered when she called me the other day. What? <laughs> what? Like her birthday or something? Something big? No, maybe not her birthday. When's her birthday? April. It might have been April fourth. Mm, no, seems too late for that. Yeah, I don't think so. Listen to his voicemail. He's so delayed. <laughs> He's so delayed. Good lord, what is he doing? He records that. Yeah, it's like a deep breath. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and listen to mine. Make sure mine doesn't have this huge, <laughs> long. Pause. I don't even think I set mine up. I think I just do it the automatic. I thought it was a prank at first. You thought it was what? A prank. Just he was gonna leave it the whole time. Oh yeah. Just make you wait. All right. Well, we'll get him on the pod later. Um what were we talking? Oh, now we're going into baseball. Unless you have anything else about No. College football, NCAA, whatever they, I wonder what they're gonna call it. I mean, like when Tennessee gets the tabletop, that's what we're officially calling it until something else is comes along <laughs> I was, better. I was talking about the, the video game, but no, I know, but oh, okay. I was like, you're but, so uh, stuck I'm, on this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying like, like NIL, mm-hmm. and then that, like Tennessee is going to have the best 
athletic department ever. Yeah, I love seeing fans mad about it. I don't get why would you be mad about that? Also, as an opposing fan, how could you be mad? That's literally a place to go. Like you, you see opposing fans all the time, and I'll I enjoy when opposing fans come to our tailgates. I know they don't always feel the most comfortable, which I get. You're surrounded by 80, 50, it would depend on the game. Opposing fans. It's got to be weird, but I enjoy when opposing fans come over. They're always really nice, always really respectful. Like I think it's fun. And but they're always on, you know, Reddit, Twitter, whatever, asking where can I go? You literally have a place to go now. And you don't have to like carry around a 12 pack of beer now because they're yeah. always like, I'll bring some beer or something. You're like, don't worry about it. But they always do. Like I said, they're always super nice. Um, but yeah, it's, Florida uh, fans come by and dude, like they're cool, but they also just hammered some food. They act like they haven't eaten it in weeks. That was the barbecue week. And I don't blame them. That barbecue was delicious. Shout yeah. out Jesse Berry. Yeah. Yeah. They hammered some food. Good for them. Yeah, I think the only people that are mad about it are the people that are just like, well, they're going to price us out of our tickets. I mean, like, hey, inflation, like prices are going up. Pay it or don't. Also, like that stuff, like you don't have to pay. Like maybe they like maybe ticket prices go up, but if we keep winning, they're going to go up. I mean, here's the thing. My tickets, I've seen the what they're doing to the old south side over there, Vestal of Neyland, I've called it. There's definitely going to be no troughs. That place looks – I mean, it's not even – they don't even have walls up, and it looks nicer than troughs already. Um, <laughs> my tickets have been going up for years, and this is – next year is going to be the – next year is going to be where I become a real old man and complain. I mean, I just fair warning, next December, because they bump it up every year. I think last year they asked us for renewal in January. Um yeah, I'm I'm gonna complain. So I just be prepared for that. That's all I ask. But you're gonna still pay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just understand that yeah. I'm gonna complain. Like, don't be like, oh, quit complaining, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna complain. I'm gonna pay and I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna cheer. Like, just know it's gonna happen. <laughs> Please just let me let me do it. That's all I ask. Yeah. But like this stuff, like it, it's like you don't have to pay to go over there. You don't have to pay, like you never even have to experience it if you don't want to. It's like, I just don't understand, like, all oh, the prices are going to be outrageous over there. Well, I mean, it is, like, next to, like, one of the biggest venues in college sports. So, yeah, yeah it might be a, a little pricey over there. But it's just, like, the the stuff in Neyland, like, the party board, like, you don't have to, or the party deck, you don't have to go over there. Dude, I was thinking, though, we need to go, we need to get tickets for the party deck one game. Let's do it. Okay. Can you do single game tickets up there or does it have to be season? Maybe we just got to find somebody. We'll switch. I'll switch with my tickets with you one game. They're great seats. Yeah. I'm not trying to like, I just want to experience one game up there. That's it. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Maybe, uh, see, that's too big of a game. I don't want it to be a big game. I don't know. Maybe I will because I stand pretty much the entire big game anyways. Maybe, maybe I do a big game. Dude, that's the thing about baseball, dude. I have to stand up. Like, it's hard. Like, I, I like going and, and the standing room only people. I like getting in with them and just chilling on a wall somewhere for a couple yeah, innings. Because, like, a, I just get stirred. You're, you're a Vestalite, dude. Go party oh. with the pores, dude. Yes. And them seats, there's not enough leg room for me. And, like, poor Todd Helton that was sitting over there. Like, there's not enough leg room for me. And I'm 5'10. <laughs> He's like 6'3. So that dude was hurting. <laughs> 
coming out of them seats. I guess that's how short I am. I've never really noticed. But also at games, I get in this mode where I'm like, I'm kind of like a turtle anyways, just because I'm like so scared about impeding other people's space mm. that I'm always just like, like the guys that can come and sit next to me, um, you know, like any, anybody will do it. At Neyland especially and just man spread, I'm like, I wish I could be as just carefree as you and just walk. Because I'm not like in terms of thickness, I'm a fat guy. <laughs> I could man spread and make myself very big, but I'm always just like so nervous. I'm just like, I don't want to see. Make yeah, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't want people like touching my, <laughs> my butt sits in seat 10. <laughs> like, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like, but my dad, he's a guy like he will, if somebody's like in his space, oh, he'll lean on them all game and doesn't care and will just make them super uncomfortable so they move <laughs> over. And I can't do that. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. Um, baseball, uh, baseball. Yeah. I mean, we were getting there eventually, I guess yeah. we, we need to get there Uh big weekend ahead and behind. I mean, obviously sweep would have been nice, but grabbing two, I think you, you, you've got it here in the um, outline. I mean, still a chance to host regional. That's huge. And I saw someone tweet it and I, I kind of want to get your thoughts on it. It might be better for Tennessee to be one of the higher two seeds at this point rather than the, like the last one in. Yeah, I, I just think the I guess only, it's the same situation though. You're still essentially playing the same teams. It's just whether you're yeah. home or not. Yeah, and and that that's where I was going to lead to. Is okay, like you want to be home, especially with that, the road record, just, the way that it looks. You you want to play at home as much as possible. So yeah, but but here's the thing with with that: if they are the two seed, no one wants Tennessee in, nah. in their regional. No, for sure. And I mean, road record's bad. I just I thought it was an interesting point, but yeah, you're playing the same teams. You're just flip flopped whether you're at home or not. Um, so yeah, I guess that doesn't really make sense. I, I, I think, I mean, first off, especially regional, super regional is different. Um, I feel like regional is not, it probably won't feel like a real home game. So we'll probably, we'll probably kind of figure out what they look like in a game like that more so in Hoover. Hmm. Whereas, I mean, yeah, you can go back to February and look at that, uh, tournament in Arizona. Can't remember what it was called. Um, and that's obviously similar to a regional type environment. Um, you know, everyone's kind of a road team outside of one Grand Canyon. Uh, that they were not a. Ro- I'm sorry, it's not a neutral side game. I won't. Tennessee doesn't play Ball State neutral. It, it was like it's so dumb. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's you go back there. That's a different baseball team. I know they're still not playing their best baseball they have at times, but I know it's still not their best. But that's a different baseball team than it was in February. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and, and like the good thing about Tennessee is like you're playing for something this weekend. Like you're playing to host. Like if you really want to host, like it's set out in front of you. Win this series this weekend, maybe win a game in Hoover, and you're in. But then again, South Carolina is kind of in that same boat where like they have to win this series to probably claim one as well. So in this series, like you're you're kind of playing. Tennessee's at 18 right now. Um, South Carolina's at 13. Tennessee goes and wins this series pretty handily. Maybe South Carolina is losing their host side. Um, oh, I would. That would be a nice. It wouldn't fully avenge that that football loss, but it would feel. It would make it feel a little bit better. And they're they they haven't been playing great these past couple weeks. Like they sweep Florida. They get up to number three. They lose a series to Auburn. They get swept by Kentucky and then lose a series to Arkansas. So they're not playing great baseball right now. And in that series to Arkansas, they only scored five runs the whole series. Um, so the bats aren't, aren't there like they were earlier in the season. 
Um, they lost to Charlotte in the midweek game this week, so like they're holding on for dear life for that host site. And I think Tennessee has a good opportunity to come in there and uh, and take it from them the way that Tennessee's been playing um, minus Sunday. I'm just going to act like that game didn't happen. <laughs> That's fine with me. Austin <laughs> yeah. didn't get to see it. He he just had a baby, so we can pretend yeah. like it didn't happen. And yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't know what that was. I guess the rain delay it was just over. Um, but then you have a rain delay in the midweek, and you know you act kind of Which, fine after. So. It did get dicey though. Did get dicey. It did. Yeah, I I, I don't think this team loves bad weather. So <laughs> if we can get good weather, let's let's do that. Yeah, it should be a fun one in Columbia. That game starts um, actually today when this podcast is released. So um, seven, 7 o'clock tonight. I thought you were going to sneak to Columbia. I thought you and Ethan were, were thinking about going there, doing a little dog review in Founders. There's a That'd rumor out there. There's a rumor on the Twitterverse that, that you, you were going. That'd be fun. I'm literally going to Charleston next week. So that would have been cool if it was – the same weekend, I would try to at least attempt to go. I'm jealous. I get concert FOMO bad. There's nothing better. Well, I think it back. Tennessee football games. <laughs> but there's nothing better than live music, man. I mean, you know me. Like I try to find bars that have live music. Like, I'll do, speak, I love speaking it. Speaking of the tabletop, back on that. <laughs> live music, music out there. Oh, yes, dude. dude. Smells like Teen Spirit on a Friday night before a Tennessee game. I mean, <laughs> yeah, somebody play some David Allen Coe or I don't think that or, smells like Teen Spirits Alley, but yeah, I, I someone could, someone could do it. I mean, you know, Morgan Wallen will play there just randomly after a game if his vocal cords will allow it. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say he ain't doing nothing right now. Did you see? I saw a hilarious TikTok um, where a girl was saying that Caleb Presley called called Morgan Wallen not not be able to make it through his tour. <laughs> she <laughs> was he was like thirty six songs. He's like, I can your can your throat handle that? And he, then he was like, throat goat. And Morgan did not be in the throat goat. And now look where we're at. <sighs> now the throat didn't point. work. And that's a good point. If only he was the throat goat. Did dog. It I blame those that person who put on Facebook that guy's outfit was three hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> so. Dude, if that's a three hundred and fifty dollar outfit, I am. I have some really really expensive outfits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Also. If you are a guy, and I'll even say some of this for females because, and I'm sure you feel this way with a, a wife who likes to shop. If you're buying a concert, if you're buying an outfit for a concert, it better be the concert of the century, like Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel, one night only in Nissan Stadium. If you buy an outfit for that, I totally understand. I totally get that. That's uh, she. I know she's not the queen because we have Dolly Parton, but she's the gypsy for sure. I I, I would totally understand that. But like, you shouldn't be doing that ever. Really? Yeah, and, and like if you want to buy an outfit, cool. Three hundred fifty dollars on a man? Yeah, I mean that <laughs> at a Morgan Wallen concert. Well, and I was like I said for guys, should but be wearing even, freaking dickies and a, a <laughs> nice button up. I don't know. He's wearing a flannel he found at the bar the night before. Why do you need to wear a three hundred fifty dollar outfit? I don't yeah, understand. I mean, get I, I get some every year at a uh, Sam's Club, Belk. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I'm, they have great sales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think it's like you get two for like ten dollars. I mean, dude, you can't find a better deal than that. One time at Belk, I accidentally bought. I was buying a jean jacket, a really cool jean jacket, and I like I got it off like a forty dollar rack or something like that. 
I get up there, it was $130. And I was too nervous to be like, never mind. And so I bought it and then just returned it the next day and like made sure I didn't go to that person. Actually, so I walked like, out of there with a $130 jean jacket, but just because I didn't have the balls to say, never mind. That's rough. Yeah. I, I want to like this guy, if he can reach out to me and tell me exactly what he wore and I, and he can defend him buying this for this concert, I will pay for it. Yes. Yes. Do that. All right. Someone find this guy. I would love to do that because you're first off landing so cheap. You can't like people were asking me, is landing going to get in the golf? Cause we got you to play this week. They're like, I think he'd be pretty good. Like he's really athletic, you know, baseball swing. Like I think he'd be good at it. And I mean, you did, like you said it, a couple of good shots you hit. You're like, I mean, that felt good. It's like, the problem is, is golf's not a cheap sport and landing so cheap. Yeah. I just don't think he'll ever play. I think I'm going to do it. Okay, good. I, I, I mean, I, I said like you, cause I mean, I, if you play every day now or a couple times a week, it's going to take a while for me to actually buy my own clubs. That's but fine. You, if I can, if I can play with somebody else's clubs, I'd be happy. Like, I mean, Aguani, we played for like what twenty seven dollars. Like that's not, yeah, that's but that's like that's the do special right there. But I mean, you could. I mean, you we're, can, we're getting the do special. You can get you can get on you can find some deals. I mean, even on the most expensive days, if you go want to play a good course on a Saturday morning, fifty dollars. And if you're doing that once a month, it's not that bad. It also like helped me that you kept saying like the Guanis are really hard course. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm telling <laughs> everybody that too. <laughs> It, 72, it, it, baby. It's difficult. 72. It's difficult. Uh, you played good, man. I mean, you I played a lot it. better than I, I'm not. I'm not good, but I, I did play a lot better than I thought I was going to. Well, and here's the thing about golf. Like, you're never really going to be good. I mean, obviously, you want to go out there and hit some good shots. Right. That's kind of the goal. I mean, at least you – the fact that you can – you know, you have some length to you. Like, you, once you start hitting the ball well, like, you're going to be able to hit it pretty far. You might – you'll, you'll probably – if you play – for 10 years, like I, you'll be better than me. But like I am at the, not anymore. When I was playing like once a week, I was at the peak of my golf game, like a seven handicap. That's going to be the best I'm ever, ever am. Wes is like a four or five now. Like you could probably get there, but you'd have to play. Wes is playing every day. Wes is grinding. Shout out to him. I love seeing his scores go up. He's grinding. Grinding. Good for him. I, hate that I miss playing. I miss playing like twice a week. But that, that was a lot of fun. Like all your buddies just going out. Now the the only thing that I would have to say I'd like to do differently is like I don't and I don't even know how you would do it. But like the fact that we all couldn't just hang out. Well, see, that's a, yeah. And I mean, if you can like find a, you can never get. I think there were twelve of us. You can never get twelve on a hole. But like late at Iguani, not probably not Iguani, but like other like. Not as nice courses. You got late. You want to play in like a five or six of them. You're the last t- person to tee off and might let you. But it's pretty rare. I mean, yeah, you got to play in a foursome. But it's about finding good good vibes people because you'll find people you don't want to play golf with. Yeah, we had a good time. Joey so, Boots is with us. It was a good group, dude. Yeah, Joey was with us. Uh, Nick, I mean, we had a – I think everybody had a good group there. The best days too. And if we didn't have any, a rehearsal dinner that night, we would have done this. You play in the morning. You go beer and dog at the clubhouse go and play another 18 those are the best days that would have been a lot i was really looking forward to that pool but we didn't have time we didn't have time wait no we were gonna get in the pool sunday and i was it started raining and i did yeah, I, I, I fell asleep on your couch and i was like i need to go home <laughs> <laughs> not trying to not trying to get uh land and watching over me or anything weird like that going on yeah i was i was ready 
I, I was going to take a nap with you, honestly. I, I was up and down during that, which I like. I didn't even see it go into a rain delay. I woke up like during the rain delay. Mm. I was up and down during that game. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, kind of going back to the baseball a little bit. Um, don't know who their Saturday starter is going to be. They they marked it as um, TBD. unknown. Yeah, unknown. TBD. Um, so it, it's been Drew Beam this entire season. So that I think that would be different if it's not him. Um, but he has struggled the last two outings. So you know maybe you try to give somebody a, a go. Maybe it's Chase Burns. Maybe it's Camden Sewell. I don't know. Um, or maybe you want to do that Camden Sewell for that Sunday game or save it for that Sunday game to see if you need to win it or not. Um, yeah. If you do need to win it, maybe you pitch somebody. But you're trying to win a game in Hoover too, and it's single elimination, so maybe you're saving Drew Bean for that. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going through Frank Anderson and, and Tony Vitello's mind, but um, I thought that was an interesting decision, just marking that as TBD. Right. Also, I mean, like Tennessee doesn't win this series this weekend if Jared Dickey doesn't play, so they desperately need Jared. Right, Dickey to play. and I mean it is. I mean they've they've shown they're and they kind of they were at that point in the season where it was, you better start winning, or you know postseason's going to just start looking like a just a, a thing on the horizon there, and they weren't scared to mess with the pitching rotation, so they're not afraid to do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, regional was up. regional was almost gone when you made that switch, mm-hmm. and it, I mean, it still obviously is in in the air. And I think th- I think in this midweek game, you find another arm in your bullpen in Hollis Fanning, who was mm-hmm. Fanning um, Belmont. It, it was I think he pitched three innings, seven I think strikeouts. Bob, I think Bob used that one. Sorry, God, I use. I'm just kidding. That just sounds like an old. That just sounded like an old, old, old guy broadcaster move right there. God, I hope he didn't because I didn't listen to that. So it sucks he, that we he wasn't on. <laughs> he wasn't on. He wasn't on Tuesday night. Bob doesn't show okay. Tuesday night games. He's only on the. Yeah, I was about to say. He, yeah, he only does the games that are on TV. Yeah. Um, God, he's such a dork. Um. Yeah, that's all. All I got for baseball. I need Jared Dickey. Um. I need to keep keep hitting the baseball. I mean, you don't want to have days like you did on on Sunday, which I know that game didn't happen for us, but. You can't have games where, where you just can't move runners and, and can't, you know, get anybody in because that was yeah. a pretty rough game. Can I make you mad for a second? Sure. That's nothing related to baseball. I'm going to defend Bob Kessling a hair. Do you remember that 98 rewatch? We got him on a couple games on TV. Yes. He wasn't that bad then. He had a little energy to him. Now, I don't know what he was like in the early 2000s on the radio for the ball network. But, I mean, did Tennessee football just break his spirit? Now, I'm going to defend that if you can't get fired up for the Alabama call, which was just not good, then you can't get fired up for anything. But they tried to break our spirit. I mean, I I was close. I won't lie. I was close. So, I could because like, like I said, that 98, he wasn't bad. And he was on TV. He wasn't even the Vol Network guy. And he had a little energy to him, man. Well, what even guy? like – even the the energy thing, like even when they're bad, you should still have energy about how bad they were. That's how we were. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, you, you definitely should. <laughs> like uh, that's you why should I, have. A, there's a little hatred. That's why I love Tim Priest. I mean, when we sucked, he you knew it because he told you. <laughs> well, and and same with um, Bert. 
Yeah. You know, but a lot of people, that, he's like, a lot of people do? like hate Bert because he yells, but especially with Bob, you need that. Yeah. Somebody kind of pick up the pace. Yeah. A little for bit. sure. And my biggest gripe about Bob in basketball is I don't know what's going on. I don't know the score. I don't know the time. One time I went, I think it was like, I think it was three minutes of a broadcast and I didn't know the score. Like I timed it because I, I got, well, I timed like, I didn't time like the first minute, but an entire minute went by with no mention of the score. I was like, how, how would anybody know? Yeah. I'm following on the radio, Bob. Paint me a picture, brother. Help me out. The, the one thing like I'll defend Bob is like, I never really have to listen to him. So I don't really care. But when he gets on baseball and I have to listen to him, I'm like, what in the world? I need, I need to go back and listen to the Mississippi state game, uh, 2019 tournament game, Admiral Schofield's dunk. Cause it could have just been Bert that carried it. But if Bob, like, I do remember that radio call. I didn't see it, but I knew how nasty it was. So that may have been one of Bob's good basketball calls. One of the few, very, very few in his long years. But I remember, I mean, I was in a tent on, uh, where were we at? What mountain were we on? But I mean, if there weren't other tents around, I mean, I would have been sprint, like I would have been sprinting because I just like it was. You could tell on the call, it was massive. Yeah. I mean, Grant Williams almost died. <laughs> a full on heart attack. Little little friendly potential friendly fire. Was that the yeah. one that he fainted into the? Yeah, I don't remember who the Eves was. I think the Eves. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good gif. Yeah, that is. Um, I love this show. I love being able to tangent. It's so much fun. <laughs> That's all we've done. Um, my boss is literally like, so you're doing the show tonight. Like, have you like done a lot of show prep? I'm like, no, but when in doubt, we can just like shoot the shit and, and yeah, it's all I, good. You That's can tell our, some of our best shows is when you, we just <laughs> beat the crap. You can tell our talk with uh, with football. Like, we didn't we didn't get a chance to look into a lot. And I mean, which it is what it is in terms of recruits. Baseball, I mean, we know what happened. We didn't get to watch it this weekend. Uh, we watched a little bit on Saturday, I guess. No, you yeah. watched some on Saturday. Friday, we had it um, before the, at the rehearsal dinner. Mm -hmm. um, trying to think when I watched that. On the boat, man. Going fast. Um, but I yeah. I was hoping so, we'd get hit with the ball. We did get to see the stadium lights. Yeah. That riverfront needs a it needs a big pickup, dude. It's just not pretty. That's a good point. Yeah. There's I'll spots of it. More. There's spots of it that are pretty mostly along campus there. But even like, even right at the baseball stadium, you get, you get that nice, beautiful view of the sewage treatment plant. I mean, I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm in Pawnee, Indiana. You look to your <laughs> left, you'll see one of Knoxville's biggest tourist attractions. Sewage. <laughs> but it, I mean, it, there are some pretty parts, the bluffs, like that's, or what do we, what do we call it? The summit. We called it the summit. Um, that area is really pretty. If you like East Tennessee, it's just rocks and trees. That's East Tennessee, baby. Um, <laughs> but yeah, needs a big pick me up. Yeah. Um, any questions? Uh, can the print volunteer princess have better advertising on how to get there? Cause I thought the boat left us. That's my only question. Yeah, they said Calhoun's, and it was not a Calhoun's. No, it wasn't a bad walk, but you start walking towards the other boat. I don't remember what that one's called. And then you're like, uh, did it leave us? Because <laughs> it's not 630 yet. <laughs> also, the bride's going to kill us. <laughs> I would have swam. I wouldn't have. I would have swam. I would <laughs> not have. Because she would have murdered us. I would have swam. Yeah. 
But I was kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, surely they didn't leave us because we didn't get a call or anything. We didn't. You're right. We got a call. We got a call as we were walking there yeah. about where we were at. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like I got some questions this weekend, so I'm going to need to go through back, back through my DMs and text messages. Uh, I did get a question from somebody. Was the Iguani dog really that good? Yes, it was. It was phenomenal. It was good. Maybe it was because I had, well, no, I ate that morning. I ate breakfast. So no, it wasn't because I was that hungry. It was delicious. I'm going to do a hot dog review tomorrow at the baseball game. Great call. You should. I hope it's trash just so we can be like Tennessee dogs only. Yeah. I hope it's good for you, but for the sake of our reviews, I hope it's trash. Okay. I need to play golf this weekend just so I can do that. I'll be in Nissan. Surely they have dog. Are you going? Dogs. Yeah, dude. I was seeing everybody's videos last night. Like a bunch of people I'm friends with on Instagram went. I was like, dude, I've got to see Stevie Nicks live. Like I have to. So I'm going. Dude, I love. So Raven is very easy to persuade. Not by me, but everybody else. Like I thought about texting you and saying, I've got one, I've still got one ticket. I thought about texting you and be like, get in the car with me Friday. God. There's no way. I don't even land until like All right, well, I'm taking Raven with me. <laughs> she probably would go. But literally, like, I was like, you don't even like Billy Joel or Stevie Nicks. She's like, Yeah, I do. And then like a couple hours later, I played Billy Joel in the car and she said, Who is this? <laughs> and I was like, It's I'm, Billy Joel. You just bought hundred dollars worth of tickets for to see them. She's like, I'm not crazy yeah. about Billy Joel. I mean, I like some of the songs, but I'm not I'm not crazy about him. I am I'm like, I'm going to see Stevie Nicks. I mean, that okay. seeing Billy Joel live is cool too. Like, I'm not complaining, but I'm going to see Stevie Nicks. I told my mom that we bought tickets. She's like, how old is Billy Joel and Dude, Stevie I, Nicks? Stevie, I think this is Stevie's last tour. I don't know about Billy's. I think this is Stevie's though. Hmm. Yeah. It might be Billy's too. Cause I was looking it up. Cause someone was asking me like they're touring together. And I was like, yeah, I didn't know this either. And then I looked up this concert and it said like Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks one night only. So. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, Stevie's, I mean, dude, she's she's up there. Also, I listened to two days ago. No, yeah, yesterday. No, Monday. Two days ago. Uh, Edge of Midnight with Molly Cyrus. And I was like, God, if Molly Cyrus is there, I will lose my ever-loving mind. I stand for Molly Cyrus. <laughs> Always. Um, what would be like a there's a Swifty, what would be a a Molly Cyrus fan? Molly's. Molly Cyrus's. Um, Molly Cyrus, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. What would a Molly Cyrus fan be? What they call wrecking um, balls? What they call Billy Cyrus's fans? They have a. Do they have a name? Um. I don't know either. Oh, well, also, also, you're giving like, me so many names to try to come up with. And I, I can't, <laughs> our creativity is just not great tonight. <laughs> it's not, not, we're not on it at all. Um, I did get a lot of, um, likes and comments about how we both took our shirts off at the wedding. I'm glad we did. I can't believe, I can't believe you did it without me doing it. Like I thought when I said that to you, you were gonna be like, no way. And so when you did it, me and Jacob were waiting. We weren't going to do it yet. We were waiting for that last button. And then you just went and did it. And I was like, well, let's go do it now. <laughs> like, 
And then the, the, the jackets the came off. Yeah, that was... I hope people know I did not do that myself. I need that to be known. I did not go bareback myself. I didn't. Yeah. I did somewhat encourage it, but you didn't say no. Yes. You yeah. did it willingly. Correct. Um, it was not against my will at all, but I, what my idea was a great idea. It made a great video. Um, I was going to go full on beer overhead. Mm. And then I got halfway there and I was like, nah, you've already done that tonight. Just beer. <laughs> incidentally. And I did, I guess I didn't do it to myself. But yeah, oh, I forgot you did the the walkout that you did the beer. Yeah. Um, I also gave Bailey a chance at redemption, and I was just it was so far into the night that I couldn't like chug. And so it was just like building up, like I was getting waterboarded. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you gotta stop. <laughs> you gotta stop. <laughs> yeah, great I didn't I, I watched that video, I didn't hear it in the moment. The DJ was like, All right, that'll get the party going. <laughs> those people when they saw that they probably like oh we are in for it tonight a lot of people asked me what song it was and i couldn't tell them i had no clue the walkout or the song we danced this song that we danced to with our shirts off it was uh it was i mean he remixed everything but it was love in a hopeless place i found love in a hopeless place was it really we also did the it broke into um you that song usc what is that song (laughs) yeah it's awesome Oh, it was a fun night, man. It's uh, it ended early. I'll say it. I could have stayed out way later. Yeah. Um, landing got landing went home on me, and then everyone said Landon's going home. I was you were the you were the the reasonable person because I should have gone home. So you were the dude, voice. I remember up there last night, and I was like, dude, I'm so hot. Like I'm, I was honestly, yeah, would have been also so hot happy. Up there. <laughs> yeah, I would have been so happy if the floor would have fell through. <laughs> I finally got some air. <laughs> uh, I also lost a credit card. I found out on oh, Monday. God. We, uh, when we were going into cool or cool beans preservation pub, uh, I pulled out my wallet to pay and all my cards went like went everywhere. I guess my wallet, I mean, my wallet's so old and I think I've had it since I was 18 and my cards went everywhere. And I thought I got them all on this one credit card. Dang. So got like, got my, got my, uh, insurance, health insurance card. Got my ID. So got the like, real, yeah, yeah. I I looked. I didn't see any charges, so it's probably still under the bouncer's table. It's probably still where it's sitting at. Hey, but that's my airline. So if y'all want to go spend that money, that's cool. Get some get some flight flight mileage. <laughs> <laughs> um, any stupidities or any more questions? Do we have any more questions? Um, we I don't think so. I had I'm gonna have to go way back now because I did save some. I did have a uh. Not a most important. Did I mention this on the show Thursday? Jalen Hyatt, uh, he surprised five Knox County teachers with a $500 shopping spree to Academy Sports and then gave another grand to his hometown. Wow. Love it, dude. Jalen's not even technically like, you know, he's not playing in the league yet. Like he's, yeah, that, I guess he signed not, his that contract. That check probably hasn't even like. Yeah, probably hasn't cleared yet. Yeah. No. So good for him. Cool to see. Love it. Um, I'm going to go, uh, so my stupidity was Dan Orlovsky, <laughs> uh, just being an absolute moron, but also the people who stand up as soon as the plane lands drive me up the wall. And there were so many people who were like, I have severe arthritis. I have to stretch my legs. 
It's like, dude, I don't care if you get up and stretch your legs and sit back down. Well, no, no, I I do. Because what if everyone on that plane had the same issue? Where are we going to go? Yeah. You know, that's the thing is like, you know, it's a four hour flight, three hours in, if you need to stand up three hours, 30 minutes in, you stand up, you walk around and then you sit your happy butt down till it's time for you to go out. Now, my one argument is, and it it is kind of going against the picture you sent us. I don't think you posted it on Twitter. It was the guy on the aisle seat. That's why I always get an aisle seat. The problem is you have to give room. Everyone has to do this. You have to give room. Only one person in that row on the aisle can stand up because then they can move in the aisle. If you cannot move into the aisle, you can't stand up. If you lost the battle, you're done. Sit down. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who literally, like, I mean, this guy gets up. And I get, like, people have connecting flights. But everybody does. Where are you going, though? Where are you going? You're getting off the plane at the same time. Yeah, where are you going? Literally, like, I mean, he got his bag and was, like, rushing to the front. I'm like, dude. Don't get a freaking seat in the back if you have yeah. just pay like for the extra seat. That's what I, yeah. If I know I'm going to be on a connecting flight, I don't care if I think I'm going to be there for two hours. I'm sitting as close to the front of the plane as possible. Yeah. And I'm paying for the seat because it's what you have to do. Dude, it was, um, I mean, that guy's ass was on my shoulder. I'm like, if he would have been there any, like, luckily he got his bag and like went, tried to get as, as far as he could until I think Spice was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> the, the, and the severe arthritis. I'm sorry. That's dumb. Okay, don't fly then. If you can't sit for that long, don't fly then. What exactly. are you gonna do? Was, what are you gonna do if the seatbelt signs on and you can't stand up? Get out. Yeah, what are you doing that, that in a long my, car drive? That was my question to them. But the people that kind of argued with me, you I have to ignore. Them. They're too dumb. Worth my time. <laughs> yeah. They're too dumb. They're they're too stupid. I'm sorry if you're a reasonable person. You said it, but now you're dumb. Yeah. Um, but I I don't. Everyone on that plane wants to stand up when the plane lands, but you can't. Somebody was like, I'm too big and tall to sit in those tiny seats and need to stand up ASAP. Again, like you said, stand up when everybody's sitting. Take your not when the plane lands. Stand dude, that's up what before, yeah. my flight from my flight to San Francisco, I think was like six hours, something like that. I knew I was in the back of the plane. I knew it was gonna take me a while to get off that plane. So I I timed the flight and the last hour or so of the flight, I I literally walked the cabin. And used the bathroom and took my time to sit down because I knew I wasn't going to be standing for a little while. Yeah, somebody said, guess I could resort to opioids instead of being a terrible person because I have severe arthritis. I'm like, dude, if that's what it takes, do it. (laughs) 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 If that cures your severe arthritis, I mean, maybe you should try it. I mean, what happens if you get a window seat? Because this doesn't sound like these people pay for aisle seats. So what do you do in a window seat? You stand up, which I don't, you know, if you're small enough and you stand up in your aisle, you're not bothering anyone. I've had that happen. Like a, you got to be like the size of like a 12 year old, but okay, whatever. Yeah. It's fine with me. I mean, there's so many people that do it and there's so many people that dude, there's no reason for me to stand up and grab my bag. I can just wait till it's my turn to do it. And also pro move. If you don't want to bother anyone, you get the very back. This is what I did on our flight to Vegas that Landon was talking about. I stood up and just moved to the back of the plane because I did want to stand up when the plane landed, but I'm not going to stand up in Landon's face, you know, just rip, rip a massive one on, yeah, on him. I mean, he had, he needed to be doing some squaws or something. That, that ass was flat. He's been sitting on it for a while, I guess. I'm sorry. There's just too many simple answers for, for me to agree with. Uh, I have arthritis. Okay. 
<laughs> I have like I I have ADHD and I can't sit for a long time. Yeah. What, what do you want me to do? Don't. He drives me insane. I just hate dude, people in airports suck in general. And that, I count the plane as an airport in this scenario. Oh, dude, like I was walking through uh, the Little Rock Airport or no Charlotte. So busy airport. And we're like rushing. It's like 15 minutes from where our plane landed to get to our other gate. And our flight was like boarding in like 20 minutes. So we're like rushing to get there. Dude, like everybody is like, know their side they're supposed to go. And it's full throughout the entire aisle of, of the walkway. And there's people just standing and talking to one another. Just like in the middle of the, the walkway. I'm like, guys, what are we doing? Charlotte's terminal situation, flying from Knoxville is terrible. Flying to or from Knoxville is terrible yeah. for connecting flights. It's a bad setup. Yeah, you got to walk a, so far. I'm not a fan of Charlotte's airport. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could complain all day about them. I've never flown Southwest. I heard their boarding process is atrocious. It's a free-for-all, apparently. Boarding and seat, apparently, is a free-for-all. Word. Well, all right. I don't think I have any stupidities. Yeah. Um, the one I was going to read off is probably insensitive. We're not here for dark humor tonight. Maybe we are. <laughs> we'll see. Dude, I'm excited for it. Did we show everyone our stickers? I know. I think we showed your dad. Let me show our, our new golden one. I'm excited about this one. You guys can see how small it is. They're small. I kind of like that. That's looks it. a lot better than our other one, um, I think. And then in case we didn't show. Actually, I have one. This is my favorite. It should be everybody's favorite. Landon's dad. This is from the is that Vanderbilt series. Yeah, I think so. Vanderbilt made it on the the celebratory final tweet on Sunday, and then made it in the the weekend video, weekend recap as well. And you were in uh -huh. it. Uh, whoever does the the vol thing must listen to us because you complained about not being. Yeah. So I think shout out to you, honestly, man of the people. Uh, since you are listening, let, let's see if we can get Landon a first pitch next year. Because I didn't push it, yeah. the envelope, but I need a I need a first pitch from Landon. They let anybody do it. I mean, they let Josh Heibel do it. Like, what has that guy done? I mean, Josh Dobbs come he comes back and does it every year. He does. He throw he does he does uh, throw from the rubber. So you got to give him credit for that. I'll do it. I know you will. Hey, I'm just saying, anybody that gets up on the mound and throws it, they can throw whenever they want. Yeah. I want to. I, I just. I've always dreaded. I've never wanted to try batting practice, but then I remembered that dizzy bat hit, and now I kind of want to go to batting practice. So, hook me up. Yeah, let, let's give them fielding practice. I'm gonna yug a beer though first, because I think that's the only way I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. There'd be no way they let us do that, but that would be awesome. Or just like, I mean, we hammer a freaking Lindsey Nelson dog right before we do it. Hey Xander, nobody else. If you're involved in Tennessee baseball, just turn this off. Xander, you're shotgun and a beer with us next year to tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> we won't video it. We won't video it, but you're doing it. All right. He's we also he's supposed to be signing because he is a friend of the pod. Um, he's signing a um, big league chew. Yeah, can you I said guess. for you? Can can we get me one too? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, because that was my idea. By the way, I'm not. I've always stood on the ground that Big League choose the premier bubble gum. Yeah, all you got to do is ask. He's down. 
All right, thank he you. He asked me what flavor. Wow, that is a man of the people. Yeah, yeah. Give me one. Give me in on this. Uh, also, a uh, friend of the pod, Chad Dallas, getting promoted. I need a. Che- All right, I'm going to send him. We need to get his address. I'm going to send him a cheesehead to send me back, son. Oh, that's a good idea. We'll send him too. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that'll be fun. All right. That's all I got. That's it for me. It's been fun, guys. It's been real. Guys, uh, thanks for listening. Have a good uh, rest of your week. Good weekend. Um, we'll be back Sunday, hopefully celebrating that sweep over South Carolina and probably hosting a, a regional. Um, that's what I'm feeling. That's what I'm wanting. So I'm going to speak it into existence. Um, thanks again. We're bringing the boat in and we out. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Bye. Just going to end this. Maybe I am. Apparently my left click isn't working.